The National Broadcasting Company's Grand Marquis. Grand Marquis, lighted by stars, twinkling, glowing, blazing with myriad lights and colors against the night sky. The National Broadcasting Company's mammoth billboard announces another exciting evening in the world of make-believe. Tonight, the Grand Marquis offers a light-hearted comedy by Joe Grensback and Bruce Cassidy entitled Mouse or Man. And now, before the play begins, here's a greeting and a word about the story from our star himself, Jim Amici. Thank you. Thank you, George Stone, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's play takes place on a college campus where graduate student Norman Lee began his unique thesis. But the best laid plans of mice and men often go astray, and so it was that the destinies of both a mouse and a man were considerably upset by a pretty maid. It might never have happened if Norman hadn't sought approval of his theme in the office of the dean. Let me be sure that I understand you correctly, Mr. Lee. You want to do a thesis on love and literature, is that right? Yes, sir. My idea came when I heard you say that all great literature is a true reflection of life. Now, sir, I hardly think that's true of literature's treatment of, uh, shall I say, the romantic relationship between the um, uh, sexes. You mean love? Well, yes. It seems to me that literature attempts to prove that in any such relationship, the male is the aggressor. Now, I hardly feel that actual human experience will support such a theory. I see. You propose to prove in the thesis that it is the woman rather than the man who... Uh... Uh, yes, yes, a very interesting idea. Well, I'm very glad you think so, Professor. Have you committed the idea to paper? Oh, yes, it is, sir. I plan to go into the subject very thoroughly, if you don't object. You're a very daring young man, but at least your thesis might be uh, stimulating. Then I can go ahead? Yes. <clears throat> now about your method. You expect to do clinical research? Oh, by all means. You see, if I could observe the progress of an actual... Uh, shall I say, love affair, comparing it with the conventional treatment in literature, well... Uh... <laughs> yes, I, I see what you mean. Have you selected a guinea pig? Now, that's my first point of proof. The woman being the more aggressive, she will naturally, well, uh, present herself. Well, is that all, sir? Yes, yes. Uh, keep me informed on your progress. Women, eh? Quite an idea. Thank you, sir. Of course, of course, of course. If my secretary, uh, Miss Sullivan, is still outside... You can tell her she can go home. Yes, sir, and I'll keep you informed. Uh, yes, uh, goodbye. Miss Sullivan? Uh, yes? Uh, Professor Walden says you can go if you like. All right, thank you. I'll be in again Monday. Uh, just a moment, Mr. Lee. Uh, yes? Uh, you don't happen to be driving towards the village, do you? Well, yes. Why? Well, I wondered if you might take me home. My car's broken down and I have an engagement tonight. I'm afraid the bus won't get me home in time. Oh, I see. But if it's not out of your way. Oh, no trouble, no trouble at all. Oh, swell. I'll be ready as soon as I get my coat. Well, what do you know? Professor Walden. Eh? Forget something? No. I just wanted to say I've, uh, well, I've already found my guinea pig. May 10th, selected Professor Secretary Ann Sullivan is subject of my experiment. The girl has taken the initiative, indicating definite aggressive action. Item, 
Without provocation, she requested transportation on the pretext of A, a broken-down car, B, an impending engagement. So far, the girl shows extreme cleverness in disguising the true purpose of her scheme. Item. On the way home, I discovered that she had left a blue scarf in my car. This, obviously, is a modern variation of the dropped handkerchief device. Margaret, is my blue scarf in there? I don't see it. I should wear it tonight. It's the one Eddie gave me for my birthday. Oh, I hate having to dress in a hurry. It wears me out. You're lucky you had time to dress at all. I thought you weren't going to make it. Neither did I. Mr. Lee drove me home. Oh? The intellectual? Uh-huh. He's really quite nice. Let me see. I wore it this morning and I... Oh, of course. I must have left it in his car. Left what? My blue scarf. On purpose? Don't be silly. I don't know him that well. Just thought I'd ask. By the way, I saw our mouse again. Margaret, if you're so afraid of the mouse, why don't you buy a trap? Oh, that'll be Eddie. I'll get it. Hello, Buttercup. Hello, Eddie. Come on in. I'll be with you right away. Oh, it's already three minutes past six. I'll get my coat. Hello, Eddie. Good evening, Margaret. And how are you? Bearing up, Eddie. Bearing up. Excuse me. I'm going out to the kitchen and see if I can scare up something for dinner. Well, Eddie, shall we go? Of course, Buttercup, if you're ready. <laughs> Goodbye, Margaret. Oh, my good gracious. What on earth is that? Margaret, what's the matter? A mouse. They tried to bite me. A mouse. Great shot. Throw oh. something at him. Don't stand on my Davenport. Go in and help, Margaret. Really, I... Anne, if you don't mind, I, I'd rather not. I can't stand mine. Oh, come on down. Oh, forget it. just ran away. Oh, thank heaven. Well, that's that. I, I never could look a mouse in the face. It's such a dreadful thing, those beady eyes. Are you all right, Margaret? Yes. Have a good time, you two. Thank you. Shall we go, Buttercup? Yes, Eddie. <laughs> Would you like to dance, my dear? Not just now. I want to relax for a moment. Buttercup, there's something I want to say. Oh, not tonight, Eddie. Please, not if it's about us. Let's just have some fun. But I must say it sometime, dear. I've been building up to it all day. All right, Eddie. Well, I got my promotion. <laughs> Edward P. Morgan, assistant to the vice president of Higgins Hosiery. They put it on my office door today. Well, Eddie, that's wonderful. But that's just part of it. Oh, and now that my future's assured, I feel it's time I settle down. Settle down? Oh, Eddie. Oh, I'm serious. Father mentioned it to me the other night. He's quite fond of you. Mother, too. I mean, well, we've been seeing each other for quite a long time. Three years. Yes. Oh, 38 months. Well, I thought... Well... You thought you'd ask me to marry you. Yes. Will you, Anne? Say you will. Well, Eddie, give me a few days to think it over. Of course, dear, but you will think about yes, it. Yes, Eddie, but would you mind very much if I asked you to take me home? Darling, you're not ill. No, no, I'm all right. It's just that... Well, I'm worried about Margaret and her mouth. Well, of all the obvious... Now, Margaret, please. Well, what's wrong with a proposal? You could do a lot worse than marry Eddie. Money, clothes, social position. Oh, but he hasn't any glamour. You should have seen him when you screamed at the mouse. I want someone more, more romantic. Oh, really, Anne? If you expect to be swept off your feet by a knight on a snow-white charger, you've got a long way. Oh, maybe. Oh, I wish Eddie weren't so dull. Oh, I suppose that's him back again. You answer the door and tell him I've gone to bed with a headache. All right, I'll see who it is. 
Hello, I'm Norman Lee. Anne, or that is Miss Sullivan, left yeah. her side. Oh, yes. Come in. Come right in. I'm her sister. Well, thank you. Anne, you have a visitor. Margaret, I told you what. Oh, hello. Hello. You left uh, your scarf in my car. I just dropped by to bring it to you. Oh, thank you so much. I was wondering what had happened to it. Uh, won't you sit down? Well, uh, thanks. I just thought I'd drop by and leave the scarf, but I do have a moment. Uh, can we offer you something? A nice cold glass of lemonade? Oh, yes. That would just hit the spot. Sit still, Anne. I'll get it. I, uh, was afraid you wouldn't be here. You said something about an engagement? <laughs> it was just dinner. I came home early. Oh, yes. I see. Well, uh, won't you tell me about your thesis? My thesis? Oh, yes. My thesis? Why, I, I don't think you'd be interested. You see, it's still in the early stages of development. Oh, I do think you postgraduate students are coming up with some wonderful ideas. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Mr. Thorndike is doing a lot of research on Tennyson. Did you know that he rode a bicycle and drank beer? Mr. Thorndike? No, Tennyson. <laughs> and Mr. Jackson is... Oh, oh not again. Oh, well, what is it? There's a mouse in the kitchen. Get me cornered. Well, hold on. I'm coming. Oh, oh did you hurt yourself? No. No, it's all right. Well, anyway, he's gone. Uh, a quick little rodent, wasn't he? I uh, missed him. Oh, are you sure you didn't hurt yourself? No, I'm okay, <laughs> It was wonderful. It's the first time I've ever seen a man try to tackle a mouse. I... I'm sorry you got away. Oh, it was spectacular. We're proud of you. Do you still want the lemonade? Yes, I need a bracer. I never realized how agile a mouse can be. Well, I think you won. Say, hey, we ought to celebrate. Yes, I guess we should. Uh, how do we go about it? There's a dance at the Green Mill. Margaret. I wasn't serious. We've probably wasted enough of Mr. Lee's time. Oh, no. As a matter of fact, if there is a dance, I'd, uh, well... Well? <laughs> Oh, I am working on it. You are? Uh, I mean, I'm thinking about it. Oh. Uh, subconsciously, of course. You see, when I have a problem, I go out and look for inspiration. Uh, do you often find it? Well, I've found it tonight. Shall we go outside? If you wish. <sighs> oh, I like full moon. Yes. Shall we sit down? Why not? Well, it's a bit chilly, isn't it? <laughs> it is a little, but I don't mind. Well, here, let me put my coat around you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Is your subconscious still working? Yes. Isn't this a swell way to work? I relax while the wheels go round and round in my subconscious. What are you thinking? But you mustn't ask me about that yet, Anne. But, Norman, you must tell me about your thesis. All I can tell you now is that I'm making wonderful progress. <laughs>
May 11th, 3 a.m. Experiment proceeding successfully. Return scarf to girl. She was at home proving that her excuse for asking me to drive her home was fictional, as I expected. Encounter with Mouse led to further aggressive action. Item. Girl suggested dance. May 17th, 4 a.m. Item. The girl suggested I was working too hard. Further aggressive action, she left her hand in mine longer than necessary when saying goodnight. May 21st, item. Anne, uh, I mean Anne, I mean the girl, made no effort to get out of the car when we stopped before her house. We talked. Um, experiment nearing completion. Very well, Norman. The next time you come in, we'll compare your detailed outline with the original idea in my file. Yes, sir. Uh, tell Miss Sullivan to step in here as you go out, will you? Yes, sir. Goodbye, Professor. What did he think? Oh, he said it's coming along. I'll soon be able to tell you. Oh, it's about time. Well, oh, the uh, Professor wants you. And I'll see you tonight, Anne. Oh, you better. Bye, Norman. Goodbye for now. Miss Sullivan. Uh, yes, Professor? Uh, type up the thesis ideas. The way these graduate students write, I can hardly read them. Yes, sir. And will you file Mr. Lee's notes? I want to go over them later. Mr. Lee's thesis? Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. I certainly will. May 23rd. The experiment's becoming more and more difficult. Unfortunately, I find I'm becoming involved emotionally. If I were to start again, I'd choose a less attractive girl. We'll attempt to conclude experiment tonight. Oh, hello, Anne. Ready? Good evening, Mr. Lee. I'm sorry we don't need any. Need any what? Need any Mr. Lee. No, Mr. Lee? I'm sorry, Norman, but I have another engagement for tonight. But, well... We had a date. You said last that night. That was before I read the notes for your thesis. You, you read my notes. It's a wonderful idea. I hope you'll be very happy. But Anne, I can explain. Don't bother. You see, Norman, I'm engaged to be married. What? Sorry, I didn't get around to telling you that. A engaged? Yes, I'm going to marry Eddie Morgan. By the way, how is your subconscious? Are you going in search of a new inspiration tonight? <laughs> May 23rd, 8 p.m. Girl has taken the final aggressive step. Item. She's invented a fictitious character whom she calls Eddie Morgan. Considering her conduct up to this date, it's logical to assume that this is nothing more than another trick. The girl is clever, and, uh, Girl is clever. Oh, I almost wish I'd done a paper on Tennyson. <laughs> matter, Anne? You do look sad. I'm not sad. I've just called Eddie to come over. Well, I thought you wanted someone more romantic. What happened to Norman? I don't want to talk about him. I'm going to marry Eddie. Oh, things happen so fast in your life. Him and his thesis. I don't quite follow this, but it sounds wonderful. Besides, his theory's all wrong. What theory? He thinks women are more aggressive than men. Aren't they? Oh, go away. That must be Eddie. Good, solid security to the rescue. I'll get it. I'll answer it myself. All right, I'll be in the kitchen. If you need any help, just yell. 
Hello, Eddie. <gasps> Hello, I came as, as soon as I could, Father Chuck. Eddie, you want to marry me, don't you? I, yes. Well, then let's. Let's? Let's what? Let's get married. What are we waiting for? Well, this is... Married? Anne. Anne, darling. I'll begin making arrangements in the morning. Oh, Anne, this is capital. Let's not make any arrangements, Eddie. Can't we just go to Las Vegas and get it over with? Las Vegas? I uh, hadn't really considered Las Vegas. That's a gambling town. Oh. Please, Eddie. It'll be so romantic. We can elope. Elope? Well, I don't know. Oh, say you'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, I, I really can't tomorrow. Board of directors meeting, you know. Oh, Eddie. But I really can't miss the board meeting, dear. All right, then, day after tomorrow. We'll take my car. Oh, good. Of course, I'll pay for the gas. <laughs> oh, just think. Eloping. It makes me feel quite, <laughs> quite daring. Eddie, maybe you should kiss me. Oh, and darling, you've made me so happy. Kiss me, Eddie. Of course, dear. What's that? Oh, it's just the mouse. The mouse? Well, Eddie. In here? A mouse? I can't. Uh, goodbye, Ann. I said goodbye. I'll call you on the phone. Eddie! May I come in, Professor? Eh? Oh, Lee. Eh? Oh, Lee. Eh? Oh, Lee. Yes, yes. Come in, come in, come in. Yes, sir. Did you bring your detailed outline? Well, no, sir, I didn't. Eh? You have to get that in. It's due today, you know. Yes, sir, but... Well, sir, something's come up, and I wondered if I might have an extension of time to complete my research. Well, I, I believe we can arrange an extension, considering the uh, <clears throat> nature of the subject. Frankly, I'm quite interested to see what you've achieved. My wife and I... <coughs> but that's immaterial... Um, is that all, Mr. Lee? Uh, yes, sir. I'll be back in a week. Uh, um, yes, Mr. Lee? I see Miss Sullivan has taken a vacation. Oh, haven't you heard? Now, there's a girl you should have studied. She's getting married. Married? Going to Las Vegas in the morning. Morgan, I think his name is. Hosiery. <laughs> Too bad you don't have statistics on that, eh? <laughs> May 24th, 7 p.m. Recent developments indicate a woman will go to any length to carry out her aggressive strategy. I'm somewhat surprised to find Anne, or the girl, going to such an extreme. However, it's the final proof of my case. Item. Having invented one Eddie Morgan with the obvious intention of arousing my jealousy, she spread the rumor that she's going to be married in Las Vegas tomorrow. Probable reasons for this move on her part may be A to play upon my emotions, B, to affect an unauthorized vacation, C, she is really going to Las Vegas with a real Eddie Morgan. C, she is really going to Las Vegas with... Oh, no, that couldn't be, or could it? Margaret, look, I've got to talk to Anne. It's important. Did you bring your notebook? No, this is serious. Where is she? She's gone. Gone? Where? She's taken the car around to have it serviced. Then she's eloping with Eddie to Las Vegas. Well, look, I can explain everything. It's all a mistake. She doesn't want explanations. You're on the wrong track, Norman. Remember the way you tackled the mouse? That was much better. That was the right approach. Anyway, she isn't here. I see. Good night, Norman. 
Good night. The way I tackled that mouse. Tom, tom, da dum, tom, 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 here comes the bride. Tom, tom, da dum, tom, tom, tom. Please, Eddie, don't sing. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. It's this desert air. Wonderful, isn't it? Yes, wonderful. Uh, how far are we from Las Vegas? Oh, we're getting there. Don't you worry, dear. Won't the board of directors be surprised when they read their papers in the morning? My, my. Oh, Eddie, I wish we'd get out of California. Oh, I'm excited too, dear. But we have to be patient. We're not even to Baker yet. Baker. Wonderful name, isn't it? Maybe we can stop for a few hours on our way back. It's a quaint little town, and nothing but filling stations. Yes, Eddie. What was that, dear? Well, I don't know. Guess it was just a suitcase rattling around in the back seat. It sounded like somebody sneezed. All right, all right, this is a sticker. Pull over to the side of the road. What? Oh, my goodness. Oh, Eddie, a man with a gun. Uh, a gun. Pull over, Bob. <laughs> yes, sir. How did you get in the back seat? Never mind, Bob. Climb out. I beg your pardon? Get out of the car. But not you, lady. You stay where you are. You better do what he says, Eddie. He looks mean. But, but we're in the middle of the desert. You can't leave me here. Get out before I pull this trigger. All right, all right. Aren't you coming, Anne? You stay where you are, lady. I don't dare, Eddie. He won't let me. You've only got a five-mile walk, Bob, so quit worrying. Hey, hey, wait. Hey, police. Help. Well, you can put away that cap pistol, and you might just as well take that scarf off your face, Mr. Lee. Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you weren't very convincing. Well, I, I had to do something. You were running away. Just what do you intend to prove by this experiment, Mr. Lee? And. You don't really love him, do you? Would it confuse your subconscious if I said I do? Listen, Anne, I've got a new inspiration for my thesis, and I want to talk it over with you in Las Vegas. Well, with the tactics you're using, I don't suppose I have any other choice. May 25th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Although my results were completely different from original premise, I consider the experiment a wonderful success. Item, Anne said... I do. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jim Amici again. We hope you liked our play tonight. Next week, Grand Marquis will offer a hilarious answer to the housing shortage problem. It's about a girl who needed a spouse to rent a house and wound up with one too many applicants. I hope you'll be listening when Grand Marquis presents Virginia Sanford Lynn's Home is the Sailor. Good night. play, Mouse or Man, was written by Joe Grenzbach and Bruce Cassidy and was produced by Norman Felton. Jim Amici played Norman and Burl Vaughn played Anne. Others in the cast were Rita Ascott, George Kluge, and Philip Lord. The orchestra was conducted by Joseph Colicchio with original music composed by Emil Soderstrom. Next week at this time, 
Grand Marquis will again blaze with light and color high in the gay airways, inviting you to join our audience for a performance of Virginia Safford Lynn's Home is the Sailor, starring Jim Amici. Your announcer is George Stone. Grand Marquis was produced in Chicago. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>